0: Hello, welcome to the Lavender Menace special content, bonus content, special birthday bonus content edition. December thirteenth, Taylor Swift. Woo! Woo! Woo. <laughs> we are all shaking, crying, throwing up because it is our favorite Sagittarius's birthday, and Sunny and I both have Sagittarian moms, so, so that's really exactly. Nice. Take
1: that, and she's thirty-two, right? Exactly, she's turning thirty-two. She is. I'm Wild. so proud of her. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, this grown we're ass not beating woman. the
0: the defending white woman allegations. We're not beating the
1: parasocial relationship allegations. <laughs> no. We're not, not at we're all. We're not. But you know, we're proud Swifties. Um <laughs> uh, Unfortunately, yeah, sadly. I mean, it's just cuz it's cuz we're gay and that's allowed. So, yeah anyway welcome to the pod this is sunny speaking they them she her for lesbians um yeah i'm so excited to talk about these albums these eras do a little breakdown of a discography you know from our perspective our correct one you know the thing that i love most about
0: taylor swift's career hold on
1: there's some clickety
0: clacketing that's happening G- give me just one yeah bitch there better not be a background noise that's driving me up the fucking wall i know <laughs> i know so that's why i'm telling i'm telling you right now i'm just
1: gonna stop while i'm ahead (laughs) while i know yeah so today we're gonna be breaking down our rankings of her albums and then doing a percentage breakdown of like our favorite songs on each album versus all the other songs on the album Then we'll be doing a percentage breakdown of our favorite songs versus, like, all the other songs on the album. And then we'll be going through our era ranking, like our favorite Taylor Swift eras removed from necessarily the music itself. So let's start from bottom to top, TS9 through TS1. Okay, my least favorite
0: album, because we're doing albums and eras separately, Mm -hmm. my least favorite album is probably... Oh, same for sure. But like with the fifty-three percent, the bangers are bangers Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. sure. It's just that the skips, hard (laughs) skips. So Uh. with that being said, it got an eight out of
1: fifteen and a fifty-three percent
0: from little old me.
1: Yeah, I'm much harsher. I gave it a one out of fifteen. The only song I stream off that album is "Picture to Burn."
0: What? That's not what? What in the? apps what i'm okay <laughs> a, at least teardrops on my guitar teardrops on my guitar is uh, so iconic no it is
1: iconic but Should like it's just no. not something i can i can stream no but i can i can hear the choruses of no. these song. but is i'm just such like okay good... i'm not listening to this
0: like our song wait you don't stream our song
1: what no for, what is... okay i hear it on tiktok and that's it bro oh my god <laughs> oh, oh my gosh okay 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 Okay. so my it's fine (laughs) my eighth album Um, which is a 20 percent four out of 20 is speak now speak now is a great album however the only songs i stream off of it are like or like the songs i really like off of it definitely better than revenge love mean love i'm forgetting other ones but like there are hits off of that but like The other stuff is not necessarily a fave. That's why it's a fave out of the rest of the album. It's a four twenty. Get it? It's it's a twenty percent. So yeah, what's your eighth album? Also speak now, but at an eighty (laughs) five percent
0: with the seventeen out of twenty and only three skips. (laughs) This is what I mean, is that, like, I didn't realize how many Taylor Swift songs I know love. Like, literally, I'm reading the title, I'm like, oh, I know th- that, that verse to chorus right now. Like, <laughs> wow. That... Okay, but to be fair, there's are albums that I enjoy more... I feel like that the math on that is incorrect. Hold on. Let me do I maybe I punched in the numbers wrong. But see, this like is the, the percentage... thing
1: is, your percentages won't necessarily match up with your album ranking. Yeah. That's why they're different. They're different because we're looking yeah. at each song individually as opposed to the album as a whole. Like that's why we have these yeah. different ranking systems. That's so... true.
0: That's true. But still it's still. I only have three skips. I still know and like seventeen out of, out of the twenty. Souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so is your seventh okay. one fearless?
0: I forgot to put fearless on there. But,
1: you so yeah. are sick. <laughs> You're fucking sick. Okay, yeah. Well, I was looking at the fearless Taylor's version, which is twenty six songs. Yeah. And yeah. I stream. I stream slash streamed, like, seven of them. So it's, like, a solid 27%. Uh, But the songs I do Mm -hmm. stream off of Fearless, like, I stream. Like, Love Story was my most played song of 2021. Like, the songs off Fearless, they're just good. The ones that are good, they're good. The other ones, I'm like, okay, whatever. You sound kind of boring to me. Fearless is also third from the bottom with an 80% 21 out of 26. Mm. I see. Yeah, fair. So, yeah. And my sixth is red. With- same. <laughs> okay. I think with
0: the same ranking, I just know and like more songs. Than yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the only difference. My my Christian girl background is really showing its ass right now because, like, mm-hmm. the acoustic guitar just takes me back to youth group so bad. Like, I cannot do it. I can't take it. <laughs> That's so funny because. It's-
0: it, like for you the acoustic reminds you of your childhood christian camp mm-hmm. e- version edition mm-hmm. for me it's like oh the acoustic background reminds me of when i first listened to taylor swift when that was the album out at the time <laughs> like it's just that's what it, re- no, it reminds me of my childhood in a different way and that's mm-hmm. i was a swifty in elementary school and so it reminds me of that. No it's very evil so
1: yeah but Mm -hmm. Red for me is a 63% at a solid 19 out of 30. If you listen to our Red TV ranking like that it'll probably give you uh, that episode it'll probably give you an idea of the songs that I'm like meh about you know but again this is favorites versus non favorites so it's like if 19 of the songs are favorites that's like significantly more than half of the album and it's a fucking huge album red taylor's version is 30 songs long so so i also have red as the sixth album with
0: 24 out of 30 and at an 80 percent so solid
1: solid um yeah and then the my fifth album is reputation so i'm at an 11 out of 15 so like 73 percent yeah okay what's your fifth what's your fifth album
0: My fifth album is 1989, with 18 out of 9 and a 94%. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Wait, 18 out of 9? What? 18 out of 9? Girl, what are you talking about? Or 18 out of 19. Oh my gosh. Of, Of 1989? Yes. But there's only 16 songs on 1989. Deluxe. It's because at the bottom there's the voice notes. Yeah, I'm adding those. I don't skip those. Yeah, me neither. But they're not songs. We're talking. We're we're talking about the songs. Okay, okay, okay. Then,
0: fifteen out of sixteen. Then gotcha. Because the one that I skip is not the voice notes. It's an actual song.
1: What's your <laughs> skip? Know. What's your skip? Okay,
0: but I'm gonna get hate for skipping this one. <laughs> What's
1: the skip?
0: <laughs> okay, it might be. Is it, I don't even, maybe there's actually, no, because I like that one. I think it's You Are In Love. Because, but amongst all the other ones, all the other songs on that album, I'd rather listen to All You Had To Do Was Stay way more times than that, or This Love. By the time I get to that point in the album, I'm like, mm. and right after Wonderland, oh, I love Wonderland. So it's like right after, one. if you're after Wonderland, I, it's over for you, I'm so sorry.
1: 1989 is a 16 out of 16 for me. That's 100%. It's very close. There's only one. Only one skit. Only one skit. I love each of those songs on an individual level a lot. Uh, And I love You Are In Love so much. Like, that was on repeat over the summer. Like, oh my god. Um, So, yeah, I am offended, but that's okay.
0: I like it, but then again, after after Wonderland, like, you're, you're expecting me to come down from the high that is listening to Wonderland and go into You Are In Love and feel completely satisfied.
1: I love both of those songs a lot, and it's very and it's very that's that's offending me, but so we're just gonna move on. <laughs> so my number f- f- three, because we're on three now, right? Because
0: four, four. Wait, what
1: no? Yeah, because should... I was my four is nineteen eighty nine. Oh, that's right. Yours was where, five where was my reputation. Yeah, okay, okay. So we're on
0: three. I need to say my five.
1: Oh, yeah. Your
0: your five is what? Lover. 100% of 16 out of 16. Oh, If we count the two songs that are skips, then 16 out of 18. But I just never listened to them, so to me they're not a part of the album. So for my listening experience, on a personal level, it is 100% 16 out of 16. And I... Besides the two obvious, I never skip any other song mm, on that album. Mm.
1: Yeah, because my number three is Lover, and again, same thing, okay. same thing. Sixteen out of sixteen or sixteen out of eighteen. But even the mm-hmm. ones I skip, I don't skip. Sometimes, like sometimes I'll just listen. Sometimes to Sometimes I don't. <laughs> I always skip. I always skip me. Like
0: really habitually. No, no, like, no I, I, I will
1: listen to it. I'll listen to me. I think it's of Sometimes li-
0: I will listen to. You need to calm down. Oh, you like, need like, to calm down. That that is gay pride, like. <laughs> it's just it's like it's like gone so bad that it's become good again but the thing is is that trying to convince oh, sure. people that it's good when they're still on the it's so bad side of things is very it's a losing battle so it's I just impossible so it
1: no you're never gonna win. like it is like right. it,
0: like trying to tell them that like it is bad but also very good it's just you it's not you can't win so
1: <laughs> it's not clicking but it's not I'd, clicking yeah so what's no. your number three album my number three is reputation right right 13 out of 15. Oh, right, because in mine was 11 out of 15, so, yeah. And my number two is Folklore, uh, with a 16 out of 17, same. 94%. And then our number one is Evermore. Yeah. Of course. My Folklore, though, is 13 out of 17. Whoa! With interesting. Wait, what's your Evermore percentage? 94 with a 16 out of 17. Okay, yeah, same, same, same. Gosh, gotcha. interesting. So it seems like... This is interesting. This is really interesting, because, like, like, it seems like you have a more encompassing like taste for all of her songs like all of her albums like i have like a very Mm -hmm. intense like eight like 90 percent and above for like for like evermore folklore lover 1989 like reputation ish and then everything else is Mm -hmm. like eh. but because looking at
0: this it looks like lover in 1989 should be my top two albums
1: which like like percentage wise right right. yeah no because we're talking about these albums as like a holistic piece as opposed to like these individual songs which like we enjoy so
0: exactly so if i had to like if you list this out
1: by individual songs of yeah like i like more songs like comparatively but like like no like This is why 1989 is number four as an album, but I like all Mm. of its songs. I will stream all of its songs. And it's also because, like... I will stream all of its songs also because of, like, the nostalgia of it. Like, I remember when I was... Mm -hmm. Like, in middle school or whatever, when this came out, I would just listen to this album on repeat like in its order so like and so every one of each these songs it's not that they have memories attached to them it's just that like they just Mm -hmm. sound good to me because I just like grew up on that whereas I Mm -hmm. didn't really grow up on like Taylor Swift through Red like there were the singles were what I really heard because they were everywhere but like uh, and I liked them because I just heard them and I was like oh this is music I like it but like I I never sat down with like its body of work and like really consumed it in the way that Mm -hmm. I did with 1989 and every other album that followed like even with Reputation I didn't when that came out I think we talk about this in our in our most recent episode like I don't really sit down and listen to it until many years after it came out whereas when Lover came out I sat down and listened to it and I was like this is so fucking good and I do think that like on a holistic level I think Lover is a better pop album than 1989 which is why it's three L- Lover is three and 1989 is four for me because I think Lover just mm-hmm. like in terms of the sound like much crisper much like I don't know. It's just, like, much more fresh. 1989 is her trying to tap into that, like, 80s, like, synth, like, music for the first time. So it's, like, because she's stepping into this for the first time, I feel like she doesn't really get the feel of, like, pop yet. But she defined it with what she did. But then now with Lover, she's able to, like, she's not, like, you know, shaping new ground for herself. She's, like, going back to what she's, like, comfortable with. And also with Lover, like, we get such a range of things, uh, and, like, such a range of, like, themes the and stuff. The lyrics
0: and Lover. The lyrics... Yeah.
1: Like, the lyrics for... I wonder whether that she I... still thinks <sighs> that Lover, like, the song Lover, is, like, one of her favorite songs she's ever written, after Folklore and Evermore, and, like, Red TV and everything. Because I remember when she wrote mm-hmm. Lover, she... I, I, I like, watched... I think well she
0: probably still loves it because she performed it at the wedding that she still hasn't told us that she had the wedding that she <laughs> had three to five years ago stop
1: no 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 I mean I think like because I remember in 2019 when there were videos coming out when she was you know dropping Lover as a single and stuff she was talking about like creating the song and I remember watching this video that was about it's like the making of a song and it's Lover but Heather Swift and it's like all her like bringing it together and stuff it's like I remember being like and her being so excited about it I think it's like it's interesting because success-wise, like success wise, a lot of the songs that she thinks are going to be really successful are not what are really successful. Like, she didn't really think that All Too Well was going to be, like, a huge... She was kind of nervous about putting it on the album, but, like, it is her song. Like, that is the song people know her for. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I think that it also shows in what she releases as singles. She doesn't really know. I don't... Like, this is why she's a Sagittarius. She doesn't really know what the people want. But she does it anyways, so. (laughs) Well,
0: to me, like, the bridge of Lover will always be one of my top, 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 top favorite bridges of hers. Mm -hmm. Like, I agree, because mine's, like, an album down, but it's the same. Like, Lover is right above 1989 with the 4 and 5 position, Mm -hmm. where, like, for you, it's 3 and 4. And for, like, all the same reasons. Like, if we're talking the individual songs off of these albums, i probably like... Like, those are the top two albums of I like the majority of the songs on this album. Mm-hmm. However, for me, because I have Reputation as my third album, between Folklore, Evermore, and Reputation, looking at the album, like, to quote, like, back, back-to-back episodes, the Beyonce quote about, like, artists not put out bodies of works anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor Swift does, and for mm-hmm. those reasons, as bodies of work, I really like Folklore evermore folklore and reputation yeah yeah as like the top yeah
1: no i think those Even are her though, most percentage
0: wise and looking yeah. at like the ratios it looks like i would like those less than lover 1989 mm-hmm. but
1: yeah no that makes sense because i do think that reputation is probably like before folklore reputation is probably her most cohesive aesthetic album and then it might be Lover and then mm. 1989. Or, you know, it just depends. I think we didn't yeah. get enough time for Lover to really catch its course. Um, but, yeah, I mean, okay, well, let's go into the era rankings then. Um, I think mm. my the least favorite era ranking for me, again, still debut, because the feet pictures on the album. <laughs> like, girl, what? That is where her, where her barefoot in front of everyone's face phase started when she was like fucking 17 or whatever because now she will not put put those put them away on her fucking tiktok page like (laughs) ma'am we should not be seeing this for free like this is so
0: (laughs) oh my god i already know what my least favorite era was but okay are we ranking these in least favorite era in the moment that we lived through them, Or least favorite era now that we have
1: lived through them and we're looking back. I think just generally like looking back just you have to okay. You have to comparatively holistically consume this and analyze this. Because I would say that my number 8, unpopular opinion, my number 8 is Evermore. I think as an era, I think Evermore. Oh, are you
0: putting are you separating folklore and
1: Evermore for the eras? Yeah. Yeah. Arr. That's why oh, okay. that's why Evermore is an 8 for me because girl did not roll yeah, out like, an era for this. It didn't it didn't have an exactly, era exactly, which is why it's number 8 because it's not that it was poorly done, it's that she didn't do shit for it. She she transitioned like, from full color to red. It's the best album and <laughs> is the only one
0: that didn't have its own era. No, because her and photos the red and red from the Evermore and shoot and literally got two eras. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. And Evermore got 0? Yeah. Okay. Disrespectful. Okay. Okay. So this is okay. With that in mind, cuz I was going to say my least Favorite era to live through, Reputation hands down. <laughs> oh, I talked about this in another episode. We're like being black when that was happening. Mm-hmm. Trying to convince people mm-hmm. that it, it t- 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 being being on Twitter, being an avid Twitter user mm-hmm. in the Reputation era What's was hell? happening. That she deleted all of her Instagram posts and it was snakes everywhere, snake emojis. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I literally. I couldn't do. I couldn't do. <laughs> like, I just like I I physically couldn't
1: do it like, on the day today.
0: You know, like it just it was, and, like, it, was it was
1: it was it was a day. moment for her, but it was a moment for us. You know, it was <laughs> exactly. Like,
0: God. So like in the moment, I'm like, please, please save me, like go, to, <laughs> Russia, go to like, please don't don't put me through this. Looking back. I'm like, okay, that was kind of a sly. Yeah. Like, at the time, no. I didn't like the bleached hair. Right. Now I kind of like the bleached hair. Yeah. You know, I still don't. I still think that
1: her people try to defend her photo shoot during this era. So, I hate the Met the Gala. Matt Gala? Wait, whoa. Yeah. When you look it. up 2016 Taylor Met Gala, the first article that pops up is the internet hates Taylor Swift's Met Gala outfit. <laughs> yeah. Oh and God. I have to say that the internet
0: was that one wasn't even like hashtag misogyny or whatever. She just genuinely looked bad i'm sorry bestie like this was sometimes your what was your the, team is preying on your downfall <laughs> wait i don't even care what the theme was because it's Gala still theme. just a bad outfit like if she <gasps> oh, wore this, fashion
1: in the age of technology still bad still bad what wait still and obviously bad. this is pre pre-reputation release i think it's interesting that she's wearing this little snake Snake fit in the black. I know that's and stuff. why I thought
0: that it was like fully in the 1989 era because it literally looks like that. Yeah, but then which again, is weird because much why her did wearing, she wear like Mirabal high heels? Yeah, before mirrorball came yeah. out and everyone fucking projectile vomiting. Yeah,
1: but... yeah. No, but that's interesting because why would she wear this before she knew that reputation was going to be a thing? I think like there are these theories, but even in the looking back and if. Because I
0: imagined this during the Reputation era. For the Reputation era, I still do not like this look. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I don't like don't
1: it, but it. I think it makes more sense. But the thing is, is that this is not the hair that she went with for Reputation era. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think mm-hmm. there's there was probably supposed to be something post 1989 that wasn't Reputation, because what else would explain this? You know what I mean? Like I don't get it. Okay. And, but the thing is, is that I think that I think that the Reputation era photo shoots were the best, the best hands down. Okay. I have a folder for this. I know you did. I know you do. <laughs> of my favorite photos of her.
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's the Vogue one for British Vogue 2018. So then, yeah, 2018. 20- January of twenty eighteen would have
1: been an reputation. <gasps> yeah, no. See the these fits, these this, these shoots. Okay, yeah, I don't know. No, the okay, a lot of these photos the, the, are okay. pulled in my are in my like like the glitter that, and the twenties vibes, like the silver, like the gold, like
0: love. The the really like famous like gay one where she kind of has like the cow look in the form of yeah, you know, that's from Wonderland
1: Wonderland magazine twenty fourteen. So that was like right around nineteen eighty nine. That was nineteen eighty nine. So, okay, so this is the
0: thing is that yes, some of the Reputation photo shoots are the superior photo shoots. However, the internet culture around Taylor
1: Swift <laughs> at that time yeah. was not fun to It was not in. good. It was really so, like, not it good. It doesn't
0: matter. Like, that's why I'm saying, looking back, Reputation is an
1: iconic era that she had. Living in it at the time, the worst it was hell the bottom it was hell so we were in the fucking trenches and i wasn't even a swifty but i knew it was the trenches because i was doing this like how i lived through them oh so
0: eight was reputation yeah but like if i'm talking about like oh me in twenty twenty one, soon 2022 looking back that's not my least favorite yeah.
1: era looking yeah. back so my seventh era is fearless okay. the curls girl like, what were you doing to the hair every night? Because that's obviously not how your natural hair looks like, you know? Yeah, so it's like, what is really it. going on here? Um, and then, so what's your eighth? Or sorry, seventh. Uh, speak now. Yeah, see, that's my, that is my sixth. Your sixth is fearless. Yeah. Yeah. No, because with speak now, I thought it was cute how she did the, like, writing on her arms and stuff. hmm But again, she's like a kid. Like, come on.
0: To me, because I was, so Fearless came out in 2008, I was 7. Speak Now came out in 2010, I was 9. So during those two years, these songs are playing nonstop. In my child's mind, these two albums are the same. Mm -hmm. Her hairstyle is the same. To me, (laughs) the aesthetic looks the same. Yeah. The documentaries look the same. So for me, Fearless and Speak Now are very interchangeable. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, because I also just know them by singles. I don't know them as bodies of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only know them of the songs of that time, yeah. and so to me, they're basically the same. Right, So, so sorry, Taylor. I'm sure for you, this was very different for me and in elementary school. These were basically the same album. So
1: Yeah. I think my fifth favorite era was 1989. I think, as an era, it was just, like, kind of fun. Like, she was hanging out with her girls and whatever. And she just, like, was posted on Instagram all the time. Like, that's a slay for her. You know what I mean? Like, that was kind of... Well, I guess this goes back to if I'm looking at it
0: now or if I'm looking at living through it. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to there. Yeah, what's your fifth? My fifth is debut. Interesting. Because I I just think she's, like, so adorable. And this is kind of, like, the last time we kind of see her normal-ish yeah. like taylor swift is just really weird yeah. in her personality yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is before yeah. she becomes like intense like i just think she's like very adorable and yeah so like i like i like the more like spontaneous and like obviously the shit that she's posting like isn't being like <laughs> she's being on my space by like 300 people yeah. yeah so like i like the more like just like direct from taylor to the audience content that came from this album yeah
1: I think the 1989, like, Tumblr era was also pretty iconic, <laughs> especially for the mm-hmm. Um, So, uh, respect, yeah. honor to the troops, the Gaylers who've been out here since the 1989 era. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so my fourth favorite era is Reputation. My
0: fourth favorite is Lover. Interesting, that's my third favorite. Third favorite is Lover. Oh, well, wait, I lied. I lied. <laughs> bitch <laughs> <My laughs> not you favorite. backtracking every yeah wait no okay 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 so my fourth favorite is lover in terms of l- reflectiveness mm-hmm. if i went through experience it would probably be seventh because <laughs> trying to pivot from <laughs> reputation to lover
1: also helps yeah that was also cush. one of the worst
0: times of swifty because i'm like you put me through one of the worst internet battles <laughs> badalinas <laughs> Everyday new new Twitter trends yeah. about various Taylor Swift doing. Yeah.
1: And now you're gonna say gay rights. Then, now you're gonna say exactly. feminism.
0: And also the discourse about oh my gosh, is Taylor Swift being performative with me mm, to calm down? And she like oh, she would only put like the donate or like the help number after gay marriages are delegalized and da da
1: da and what is the Taylor amount Swift doing to of stop, discourse da-da-da? that lover generated was, as, as an era? It's like guys, shut up look at the pretty pictures let's look at the bisexual flag and let's eat the cookies like (laughs) this is exactly that's like once
0: again it's like if we go to the album rankings i like a hundred percent of the songs of this album in terms of 16 out of 16 or like 16.5 out of 16 Mm. and but the thing is is that as an era to live through as a twitter user at the time Mm-hmm. and Hell. this was also during my bisexual era so like yeah. i uh, uh, t- according to law according to law as a bisexual mm-hmm. i had to mm-hmm. like the lover album so <laughs> like what? with all of with all of those layers it was like bad experience okay, of it was, an era it was, yeah bad experience it. but looking back i'm like oh my gosh she's so cute oh my gosh this song, this album is so good so yeah it's like yeah
1: it flip-flops right so what's your third favorite era my
0: third is red,
1: dude. That's because my second.
0: Is when I got Instagram, and so I was those things. Era, and it was very fun. That was life changing for you. Style and setting. Like, we talked about it in a red episode. Mm-hmm. It's just like it was the, iconic.
1: She was the, the moment. Print. She was she like the
0: print. Like like any outfit that I wore that was black and white with red as the accent color. <laughs> hundred percent I thought it was giving to like yeah yes. Giving like, to filters. Swift. Yeah. The like wanting to like like recreate the hat her, like, the like
1: knee high socks or, like, and like the the poses in her instagram photos and like <laughs> no all of she that. was running fucking like 2014 or whatever like that girl <laughs> she had it like locked at down. when
0: instagram was like on the
1: like the very first
0: era of like
1: instagram style
0: photos mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. basically just recreating either her or on ariana grande <laughs> like those two yeah in terms of like pop and like utilizing instagram as it was on the rise it was them Yeah. Okay, so my second is, because I had Folklore and Evermore initially together, but I guess Folklore. Evermore just isn't being counted, because there wasn't an era. So you don't have a first?
1: No, I do have a first. I haven't said it yet. Oh, so yeah. It's the last... Okay, yeah, so my second is Folklore, so... Because it's just, like, it's holistically phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like, it's just perfect. Amazing. It's amazing. I love it. And I love how, okay, I did not mention this when we were talking about the trilogy before we started recording for the podcast, so if you want to get that bonus content of us yelling at each other over who has the best, better interpretation of Cardigan and the trilogy, go subscribe to our Patreon. If you want to hear a comparative literature... (laughs) Analysis!
0: (laughs) So if you want to hear that discussion, um... Very fun, you should subscribe to her patreon,
1: yeah, um anyways, so yeah, folklore phenomenal, so number one for sure, like she she's like she didn't reinvent the wheel that she did like the way that she did with red like she was the she mm-hmm. was the fucking pioneer of, <laughs> of that of that type of sleigh, but folklore is like mm-hmm. she's like reworking these things that are give it's giving. Horse girl, lesbian, cottage court like she's giving, she's giving us all of this. It's giving a lot of combination of all of her previous eras in this perfect sleigh of a moment, sleigh of an album. So, interesting. Yeah. What's your number, number one? one era? Is nineteen eighty nine. Oh. it was fun to live through. It's fun to look back on,
0: and the album is a fucking banger. No, it was like, so fun. 1989 to Nineteen eighty nine was kind of like the calm before the storm yeah. because every other era after that would test my patience to unknowable (laughs) limits so but 1989 i could stream and love taylor swift in peace i think her (laughs) outfits during this time were amazing as well this is kind of i think this is the era when like her and carly claus first meet not to say the 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 one who shall not be named according (laughs) to the community um Real and snake. like also this is uh like wonderland is on this album so it's like post diana agron as well but like still kind of diana agron era so it's like it's just very gayler coded like looking back yeah. welcome the to new era, york
1: it's been waiting for you and then once you the say she's like oh girls this song's about the legalization and boys and of boys and, gay girls marriage and girls. it's like <sighs> it's so
0: <laughs>
1: that's about you going to gay bars miss ma'am <laughs> Like, like it's
0: so, and also I just love the oh like, nostalgia millennial nostalgia era. Like only nineties kids will remember. Kind yeah, of but like for the nineteen
1: eighty nine, which she, the eighties for which she was alive for one year, for like that's that's a slay. Like, and not even she was born in December of
0: nineteen eighty nine. She was alive, alive for, for literally less four. than a month. Oh God! So it was because I remember everyone was like, literally, why are you calling it nineteen eighty nine? You didn't even live through the year that you were naming this after but then like obviously when she talked about it like it makes sense it's like yeah a, supposed to be her birth year obviously yeah.
1: i think um, the polaroid photos that came but, with yeah. the album with for people who bought it like that was mm-hmm. a massive slay whoever owns that now and can sell it on etsy for or like on ebay for like 700 dollars, like more power to you but like also like fuck mm-hmm. you like <laughs>
0: like i regret like not buying except the time i just listened to it on my ipod right, right ipod touch so yeah in <laughs> also apple needs to bring back the ipod touch like i know people just have iphones but the ipod touch was a very much of a slave of a product <laughs> like i don't know why they ever stopped making those but actually <gasps> i just realized i still have my ipod touch and i if i charged it because i have to like keep it charged to turn it on right. i could probably take photos of the screen yeah. like that screenshots yeah. that have the downloaded 1989 that on is so phone. funny I'm so I'm gonna post that for her birthday. I mean, like, yeah. happy birthday, Taylor. Yeah. Oh, oh, you should send those okay. to
1: me too, so I can make this, make that the podcast episode cover. Yes. Yeah. yes. 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 Oh my gosh. So, 1989
0: is like part nostalgia, but also like I'm still 20 and I still love the album. So,
1: is it nostalgia or is it just a good album? Like, I would hang out with my friends, like, you know, we, my big group of like girlfriends, and we would like. T- we would go do, like, a bubble bath or whatever. And I'd be like, this is so Taylor Swift core. This is... So- <laughs> i <I'd be>
0: like- <laughs> This is a side note, but also, like, makes sense. When I was in... The- I sh- totally should have known that I was gay by this. But when I was in middle school, I was obsessed with the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Like, I would mark it on the calendar. I would, like, <laughs> cancel all of my other plans. Like, I'd be like, do not bother me. Cancel I'm my plan just the in case you Secret. call. Exactly. So, during this era... Because she also performed during the Red Era, but the 1989 era... The Victoria's X, Secret show? Victoria that Secret was fashion was She
1: slayed the house down, like, literally. Okay, that was,
0: like, literally the antithesis of living through the reputation era. Like, that was the peak, nothing but peak happiness. Peak Swifty era, when she was like, on that Victoria's
1: Secret show. It was
0: so good. Like, everyone wanted to be a Swifty that night. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's,
1: that's right. my man. That's my man. No, me- <laughs>
0: Me, okay, literally, that's my man, is me watching the Victoria's Secret fashion show. Like, that's literally, I get it. I finally understand Willow now. That's probably why, for me, 1989 is my favorite era, but also, like, mad respect to the folklore era, like, obviously, but also because it's just, like, the newest, and I feel like every time I'm in one of her eras, it feels like that's the best one, of course, except for reputation and lover, because, in the trenches, but aside from those two I feel like those two are like her strongest that I think will both age well and have been enjoyable in the moment thus far
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah fair 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 okay great so we got through our album and era shit so let's talk about singles and or like like non album singles uh, that are that are slays right. so i'm yeah. going to i'm just going to say it right now Renegade she ate that like she literally ate that like <laughs> left no crumbs please it was so good like streaming on repeat still to this day in the shower like everywhere you know like it's so good renegade could not belong on an
0: album but also i almost want to say it's like one of her best songs and it's ever not even it's not even on an album song. like it's, of it's like it's it's like a collab no. with some dudes or whatever. But also, like, it needed to be. Yeah. Like, it is an era, a moment yeah, in within itself. itself. Like, it wouldn't really
1: fit into Evermore or Folklore or even a sister album or brother album or whatever to the tr- to a trilogy or duology. It wouldn't have fit, but, like, it is itself, mm-hmm. like, something that ties all of this shit together. Um, but, like, it, it needed to be made. It yeah. needed to... It must produced. have been said. And it was. Like, it... Impeccably. And it was, and I could not be... And we're grateful for it exactly and i think her feature on gasoline by haim so fucking good that song is so fucking good again on my you know spotify raps like most played of the year like so good it made me check out the album itself haim's like uh women in music part three that's a good album nothing could make me listen to haim why but it came close, though. Why would you not listen to
0: haim I also don't listen to Phoebe Bridgers, so... They don't make the same type of music. Yeah, but they're on the same list. It's not about the music. No, they're not on the same list. People who
1: talk about Phoebe Bridgers are the same people who talk about Hyde.
0: Well, I'm one of the people that talk about both, and I'm talking about them in the way that I do not listen to them. No,
1: I think that Phoebe Bridgers is probably on the equivalent of, like, Lucy Dacus and Julian Baker and, like... Like snail mail, whom there's made up beef with or whatever. Like I think of them as in the same camp. Yeah, whatever. I don't.
0: I'm not saying I. I haven't
1: listened to either of them to know if they're in the same camp or not. Like that's the thing. No, but this is the thing. I have listened. I have listened to Haim singles and like Haim, like bodies of work. I fall asleep during Phoebe Bridgers albums, but I like some of her singles. So, but because I've heard this, I know that they just don't sound the same at all. And like, if you like Taylor Swift. For her pop music, then you would like Haim for their pop music because it's also kind of folksy, and kind of, I don't know. It's very and and cause cause they're besties. I just think it's so funny. Anyway, what were you? What I was, were you I was thinking Willow with El-
0: Elvira, the dancing. What's the dancing hyphen? witch?
1: Yeah, dancing Witch. I was gonna one. say I, I think like all one. of the Willow remixes as uh, singles are good. I think all of the Witch editions of of Willow are phenomenal. Like I I they're good. So that's also on my list. I also like the all too well, sad girl autumn, but I simply cannot listen to it
0: regularly or I will walk into the ocean. (laughs) It's just one that I appreciate from a distance. Yeah. (gasps) Wait, can we talk about possibly the worst thing in her career, and that's the Cats movie? I just (laughs) I just came across it. That's why
1: the Lover era is a fucking mess too, because it it coincided with that. That's why I was like, I feel my brain literally suppressed that. My brain didn't want me to remember that. It's traumatizing.
0: It's protecting you. My memory. Because I was also like James, like she was associated with James Corden during that era, and she's in her like musical theater nerd era, and it's just like plus the millennial bisexual allegations it was just too much too 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 A much. combination of
1: all the worst things about bi women musical theater <sighs> being annoying <laughs> No, like, what? What? cats the musical no. <laughs> you need to calm down me featuring brandon yuri of panic at the fucking disco anyway many this crimes is, against mean, humanity were committed but in general i love exactly. the aesthetic i think her instagram feed during the lover era was a slay
0: <gasps> i just remembered so i'm going through her the discography her two tracks for the hunger game movies safe and sound and eyes open i'm pretty sure i still have those on my ipod oh my gosh that, that is so funny great. the way i'm gonna t- i need to look through my ipod to see which taylor swift songs have this will be my proof that I'm not, I'm not a fake you when I say that I've, I've come and gone <laughs> through the community through my entire Ooh, life. You've been moving through it. It's true. Exactly. I hope I can still turn it
1: on because it's been a while, but yeah. I think I can. Are there any other singles that you want to talk about?
0: Not really, because all the other ones are like singles off of albums, like songs that came out before right, right, the rest right, of yeah. the album
1: oh, that I have really enjoyed. But my favorite but. Long Pond recording... Like, mm-hmm. are definitely Exile and My Tears Ricochet. So good, like, as songs on their own in the Long Pond recording session. Mine is, um, The Lakes. Oh, like, that, but not from Long Pond, as in the original version? Isn't there, like, a extra
0: orchestral version or something? Yeah, that's the
1: original version.
0: Oh, I thought you meant original as in the one that was
1: on the album original. No. Like, it, it's titled... You mean, like, original. original. Yeah, no, no, it's yes, titled, like, one. Long Pond parentheses, the original version. Yes. And that's the orchestral that version, yeah. Yes,
0: that is that is my favorite Long Pond by far.
1: Mm. That's not a Long Pond! Like, love it. That's not a Long Pond. It is. No, it's not. Am I tripping? I could have sworn. You literally it are. It is not. No. The no, it was. Bonus track Long Pond Studio Sessions. Yes, but that is itself just like a recording at Long Pond of the lakes. That's not the original version. Where is the. I. This is what I get for only listening to Look the songs. in her and, uh, singles. Look in her singles. It's right before Renegade. The Lake's original version. No. Lake's original version. Okay. Well then it's not a
0: long pond session. Well, that's my favorite single. <laughs> you are Something such oh. you are such a bitch
1: no because see look because the I folk the folklore long pond studio sessions like is from 2020 exactly your fake swifty i'm calling out for you right now the long pond studio sessions come out in 2020 the original version came out in 2021 like let's get it like don't get it twisted you know okay Ugh. because the thing is is that i listened to both of these albums in the folk
0: more playlist that has both of them together at the same time and then i just listened to it so I don't go to the, the night that folklore, albums, folklore was released.
1: I was sitting in my bed under my covers, screaming, crying, shaking, throwing up. But it was like twelve AM, so I was just like sitting there, like live tweeting, like aggressive. Like I think if you go back on the night that folklore was released, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if we interacted on the timeline or anything, but like that, that was it was a we crazy it. night. It was a crazy night.
0: I remember the night that it was released because I was hiding because I didn't know that folklore was going to be folklore no one knew that folklore was going to be folklore and i was still dealing with what i thought was going to be like a lover part two situation <laughs> or worse you were in some sort of reputation <laughs> so i was like i'm gonna wait this one out before i have any strong opinions on it once i know that it isn't gonna be that then i'll get into it and everyone's like oh my gosh the lyrics the lyrics and then i started listening to the song and then i, started, I can't believe you, know, you didn't listen
1: to it then. the night that it was released because you were no, scared no i did but no, you weren't talking
0: I about it I, no I wasn't no I was not talking about it I was not how was your about whole
1: timeline not fucking bursting at the seams over this it thought? was
0: I wasn't talking about it my mutuals in the psych ward they were all talking <laughs> I was, I, it, was, it was my entire timeline for a very long time I just wasn't I was reading all of it, and that's how I knew that it wasn't going to be that, but I still wasn't ready, because what, what if she dropped it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I love this era, and then next time, Cats the sequel comes out, and then what was I supposed to do? What was I supposed to do then, Sunny? This was insurance. This was security, okay? Well, not us living
1: in fear of Blondie's next
0: move. What, what if, if folklore, and then I'm shaking, crying on the night that it comes out, boom, feet pics.
1: What, what was I supposed to do? Okay.
0: Some of us had to protect ourselves because we couldn't be hurt like
1: that again. I tell you. So. Oh my god. I was looking at her old like vlog videos and stuff on our YouTube channel, and there's like the reputation secret session like videos of like her inviting all of her mm-hmm. fans to her house and stuff, and like the video <laughs> It was so cute because the video like the footage of Jack Antonoff in the audience and being like this is like the best concert I've ever been to. Like yeah, cuz you're with a bunch of insane people locked in a house. <laughs> because if you were fighting for like, her, if you were out in the trenches between the 1989 and Reputation era, like yeah, you were going to get invited to her fucking house because See, that's the thing is that
0: Miss Swift, I love you. I've been here for a long time at a certain point i had i had to retire like I, had, I i i was dodging the draft let's say like i was i was not stepping up to the bat from time to time because it there was there was so much going on there's so much like there's so many it was everyone was divided and this the sides okay i cannot describe to you it was bigger than like patriotism or something like this <laughs> that you're
1: taking
0: like it became an identity like it would be like are you team this person or this person okay what's your name what's your birthday like it was above social your social security number like it was gun to the fucking dumb. head literally something would happen anything in the world and it'd be like and this is why i don't like taylor swift like it did not even matter it wasn't even related to her as a person yeah. and then the swifties i love being a swifty at the swifties that i'm friends with Love them. I we understand each other. There are also some people who are Swifties that are also some of the worst people in the world, right? Truly insane. It's just like, do I want to be associated with those people defending her? No, I don't. You know, Taylor Swift, I'm trying to redeem myself. You've been great. I'm looking back on these errors and I'm like, wow, you actually weren't wrong. However, in the moment,
1: I remember when I first listened through to "Lover." I was mm-hmm. when on the last song on "Daylight," where she's like, "I don't want to be defined by the things that I hate. I want to be defined by the things that I love." I was like, mm-hmm. "Girl, all that for what?" <laughs> I was really thinking, "Okay, so what is the truth, Miss Ma'am?" Like I remember listening to that, being like, "Okay, bitch," but now I'm like, "So real." <laughs> That's the thing,
0: which I mean, I guess like credit to her because the things that she does is like ages well. She what she does, she does from a place of like hashtag truth, hashtag realism, hashtag deep, hashtag inspirational, <laughs> right? So like because yeah. of that, over time, you
1: know, once the smoke, it always ages and well, unless it it it's cat age well, unless it's me featuring Brandon Urie. like. <laughs> Me by Brandon Yuri literally just like,
0: she's left out in the summer sun. Like,
1: it's just not going to be good. The fact that in Miss Americana, which, guys, join the Patreon because we are going to stream Miss Americana with y'all sometime in the near future. But in Miss Americana, it is so funny because, like, she is so convinced that me is going to be, like, a hit. And, like, it is, but, like, not... Not, in- not, for the reason, <laughs> not for the reason she thinks it is
0: it's almost like the opposite of all too well where she doesn't think yeah, it's gonna be yeah, a
1: hit yeah and it's yeah. like
0: her most popular yeah, song yeah we like in me she's like actively excited about yeah. making it and thinks it's gonna be so awesome yeah and then i was like maybe this one could have been a volt track this one can
1: stay you can't spell awesome without me didn't you hear <laughs> it was like why like, why? Okay, well, I think that's all we have for the episode today, everyone. I hope you enjoyed our bonus for, you know, the most important national holiday of the year,
0: Taylor Swift's birthday. I wonder birthday. what Taylor Swift thinks of her birthday as a herself, and then, like, also what she thinks about, like, oh, I'm really famous, and everyone fucking knows that it's my birthday. Do, does she have to, like, brace herself for, like, the DMs and, like, notification flurries? Like
1: girl no because and it's weird because she still chooses to share so much of herself she still posts her childhood videos and her baby pics and whatever it's like so you're not scared like after all this you're not you're not afraid <laughs> like nothing <laughs>
0: Ooh. i don't i don't know
1: she's right brave now, especially she's brave.
0: with how public we are swifties as like why we freaking got jump scared about it being Taylor Swift's birthday tomorrow like i didn't know we were expected to like, gone to the, the fucking pope or something like i didn't know that this was an expectation placed <laughs> upon us to celebrate i'm gonna tweet so if you're listening and you get you know where this tweet is coming from i'm gonna be like i'm a swifty parentheses non-practicing for, like the <laughs> because like what what is this but, um, like, why do I have to celebrate her birthday? But. I don't even know this woman. <laughs> at this thing Yeah, I literally, like, I, I stream a couple of times. And now I'm expected to bake a cake. I do not know this to- <laughs> I have to make a birthday post. Like, funny how March 30th rolls around in silent from Taylor Swift, but I'm expected to
1: celebrate her Ooh. birthday. Oh, Bold. God. Bold. The assumption. So, yeah, that's all we have for everyone today subscribe to our patreon at the lavender menace pod if you you know if you love us um <laughs> no if you want us to know happiness, happiness because
0: i love oh okay before we go though since time this is bonus to go. content i love when there's a,
1: this <laughs> people there's a of lyric for every phrase yeah, you no. know anyway
0: yes Oh my gosh, um, okay, I need to stop. It's, things need to stop reminding me of other things, but what I was originally going to say was I love when people find our podcast and then decide to binge listen to all of our episodes. First of all, medically, I don't recommend doing that. I, <laughs> <laughs> nine out of ten doctors <laughs> would say that you should not do that.
1: <laughs> the psych ward that you are currently getting like, shipped off to? Like, I don't know if they'd be down with that. Like, Physiologically speaking... <laughs>
0: I don't think that, that not is good a good for idea for one's health,
1: you know. But I
0: love when they listen to the bonus episodes and they're like I literally could not listen to this. Like we got a tweet and they're like besties I love you. This was I you talking over each other. I couldn't get over it. Which happens more than once. But there's yeah. one episode in particular that is really really bad and it makes me giggle because like yeah. we both know, but we're just like this is just how it has to be.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and
0: still published
1: exactly so yeah follow us on twitter for the public beef at the lavender pod follow us on tiktok Mm -hmm. at the lavender menace pod and on instagram at the lavender menace pod for 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 those of you who are not going to be on twitter because that is good for your mental health and your bodily health and your and everything so if you're not going to be on Mm -hmm. twitter you can still get our our weekly roundups of our best hot takes from our twitter from our best jokes from Twitter on our Instagram. And of course we'll be making a dedicated, dedicated happy birthday post to Miss Swift as a way to also promote this episode. As good business women, entrepreneurs that we are in in mm-hmm. the in the shadow of Miss Taylor herself. So, you know, just support. For us, those of please. you who do not
0: have Capricorn placements, you must make a Capricorn placement yourself. I don't have one. You wouldn't you, get if it. you don't have a Capricorn, you need someone in your life who has a Capricorn placement to just tag on to because exactly that's
1: why that's why sunny steers the ship that's why it is. <laughs> that's i come I, on here
0: i say my little ha haws, my little jokes my silly little <laughs> jokes i make my silly little tweets i
1: make my and then the i text you a novella because. every morning that you wake up to seven hours later it's like you're like my manager <laughs> sometimes and i'm just like oh my
0: god <laughs> but it's like it's like two different versions sometimes because sometimes there'll be like 10 unread like, sunny manager text, but then I want to text sunny the friend. <laughs> but then I'm like, if I text sunny the friend, sunny the manager is going to be like, sunny the friend is unavailable right now because you needs to answer to these texts. And he'll be like, I'm literally going to kill you because you won't reply to this text, but you'll send me this tweet. And I'm going to be like, yeah, because I want to talk to sunny the friend. But sunny the manager is the only one picking up right now. So,
1: hello, the old Taylor can't come to the phone. <laughs> what? That part. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, that's all. Bye. Okay, bye.